This is episode number five, Painted Pictures and Christmas Lights. This is The Path of Imperfection, a podcast for imperfect women and the imperfect men who love them. If you are ready to show how big your brave is and lean into this human experience, join the journey. Welcome back. We are five golden rings deep into this podcast. I'm Becky Hennessy, your host, your guide down this path, the person behind the mic. I absolutely love aha moments. It seems like mine always come at the funniest times when I'm driving or when I'm doing laundry or when I'm just about to go to sleep. If you'd like to get some of those aha moments, as well as maybe some other updates of some upcoming things, then take a quick minute after listening and subscribe to my newsletter by going to my website, BricksTherapy.com. Again, that's Bricks, B-R-I-C-K-S, Therapy.com and uh, click on subscribe there. So I thought today I would venture into a discussion about art. Art's kind of funny, right? If you've ever gone to like a museum or whatever, I know my husband and I went to the Met when we went on our honeymoon in New York. It's really subjective. Like, I think about looking at some things and I'm like, that looks like something my three-year-old could create. And people are like, isn't it beautiful? Look at all the symbolism. Art's a funny thing, right? I've always wanted to be an artist of some kind. I've always thought that to take something and create or recreate it on a canvas or on a piece of paper or on a wall or something, that seems like a superpower to me. So let's talk about the pictures that we paint in our lives. Us as humans, we're storytellers. We love beginnings, middles, and ends. And oftentimes we have these stories of how our life should have been, how our life should be now, and how our life is going to be in the future. And so with these stories, we start to paint these pictures. And these pictures get crazy detailed, right? We might have an idea of what marriage is going to look like, or how a career is going to look, how our spouse is going to be, how our family is going to be, how our kids are going to be. We might have a picture painted of how we're going to parent. There might be pictures of a particular event that's coming up or a holiday or something like that. We start to paint and we paint and we paint and we paint, paint all these beautiful canvases of what it's going to look like, what it's going to be like, what it's going to feel like, all of the different feelings that are going to be evoked because of these pictures that we've painted. Oftentimes, when we paint these pictures, we paint them perfectly, meaning we don't paint in flaws. We don't paint in mistakes. We don't paint in wiggle room. We don't paint in unpredictability. We paint these pictures to look perfectly. This is exactly how we want it to look. And these pictures become our expectation. They become our story. They become our reality. So when the real world doesn't match up to these pictures, we feel discomfort. Now that discomfort can exhibit itself in a lot of different ways. Maybe that discomfort feels like sad or anxious or worried or scared. Maybe that discomfort feels like disappointment or shame. Because it isn't how we pictured it, we feel this discomfort. Because it isn't what we painted, we feel this discomfort. What's tricky is... Life is rarely how we initially outline it because we haven't lived that part of it yet, right? I know when I was planning on being a mom, 
I very much had it in my head of this is what momming looks like. This is what momming should look like. This is what momming should feel like. This is how that should go. What did I know? I'd never been a mom. I'd been an aunt. I'd been someone who worked with children through DCFS, but I'd never been a mom. I didn't have a clue. And it wasn't until I was in the momming that I realized, oh, this doesn't look like what I painted, right? Even if you have the house, you have the car, you have the job, you have the kids, the imperfection is there. It's going to be. And it stands out like a sore thumb. Our imperfection, their imperfection, all of it. So many times we are looking for it. We are looking for the match. If you've ever played a match game, you know, you're looking for that match. We flip over the picture that we've painted and we're looking. We're looking for the other picture that matches up perfectly to the picture that we've painted. We tell ourselves once we find that match, then we'll feel good or then we'll be enough or then whatever. So what that sounds like is, well, once this happens, then I'll feel like that. Or if I could just do this, then I would be that. If he would just do this, then I would do that. Or if she would just do this, then I would do that. We have all of these ideas, these expectations that quite frankly aren't the answer. Now, don't get me wrong. Expectations are crucial in progression, in relationships, in parenting, in life goals. We have to have some expectation there. But when that expectation of what it should look like or be like takes over what actually is, that's where it becomes a problem. So let me illustrate this for you a little bit. Every year around Christmas time, the husband and I pack up the kids, we get on tracks, we head down to downtown Salt Lake, and we go to the lights at Temple Square. It's always been a tradition. It's something we've done ever since uh, Mini-Me was tiny, and it's going to be throughout till the end of time, I'm sure. So we've done this every year. The older kids know what to expect because they've gone every year. Boy is just starting to get it. So this past Halloween, it finally clicked for boy. If I run up fast to these doors and I knock quick and I say trick or treat and I say thank you fast, the quicker I can do it, the more candy I can have. And that kid, man, he moved from house to house because he finally got it. It finally clicked. I get all of this candy if I do it quicker and I get more. So Christmas had not clicked for him prior to this past Christmas. He understood gifts in a sense, but he's just starting to click with the traditions that we do around Christmas time. So he didn't have at all a picture of what the Christmas lights were going to be like in his head. So we painted one for himself. I'm sure it had something to do with like lightsabers and fireworks and people jumping off buildings, doing backflips. I don't know. But he had a picture of what Christmas lights at Temple Square was going to look like. So that day, we get the kids in the car, we go over, we get on tracks, we head down, we're there, we're walking around Temple Square, we're looking at the lights. The second that we get off tracks, he starts to mom, we've got to hurry, we've got to hurry, we got to have to, we have to go, we have to go. And so we get to Temple Square and I'm thinking, all right, he'll calm down a little bit. And then he keeps saying, mom, when are we going to go? Mom, we have to leave, we have to go there. So finally, after about five minutes of this over and over and over, I just, I look at him and I say, buddy, where? Do we have to go? What are you looking for? What are you wanting? And he said, Mom, we have to go to the lights at Temple Square. Now, mind you, we had been in the lights. Like we'd been there for a good five minutes or so. And so I look at him and I'm like, Buddy, this is the lights. We're here. 
we're in it. This is it. And he looks at me confused for a minute, like, huh, okay. And then he looks around and then his face just lights up and he says, oh, this is the lights. Yeah. Yep. This is it. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then he was thrilled. And then he didn't have to say we had to hurry anymore. He could just be in the lights. The trick to not getting wrapped up in the perfection of the pictures we painted or in the expectations of what we painted is realizing the picture that we're actually in and finding the knowledge, the growth, the joy in that journey. It's not going to be as easy as it was for boy. Kids have a way of adapting quickly. Kids have a way of accepting faster than we do as grown-ups. But it's about taking a minute and asking yourself a couple of questions. I've been asking, I've been asking, I've been asking, is my answer already here? Is my answer just different than what I expected? Am I looking for a particular answer? And because I'm not getting it, I think I'm not getting the answer, but really I am. Where is the good here? Where can I grow here? Where is the learning here right now? Now, maybe it's about adding another canvas to the gallery. So you might have pictured marriage and then kids, and that's not what happened. You might have to put another canvas in there between marriage and kids. Maybe it's stepping back and looking at the beautiful art that was created in the meantime. Or maybe it's realizing this is it. You're in the lights and they look awesome. They just look different than how you pictured them to be. It could even be, if you're the religious type, stepping back and letting the master paint the picture that he has for you because his works of art will far surpass yours, at least mine. There's a woman named Jill Thomas who talks about seeing green. I will make sure to link to her message on the bottom of this podcast. She talks about a world of blue and living in blue. And then she talks about being thrown into a world of yellow. She talks about discomfort in the switch. And then she talks about seeing green. It's a beautiful visual to explain being in the Christmas lights. There is a lot of agency that we have in this life. We have a lot of things that we get to choose. We have a lot of things that we get to pick. We have a lot of things that we get to paint. There's also a lot of things that we don't get to choose and that we don't get to pick and that we don't get to paint. When you mesh choice and agency with circumstances or mortality, perfection isn't even an option. It can't even be on the table because perfection doesn't leave a lot of space for growth or for learning or for exploration or for knowledge. Perfection is scripted. It's painted. And it's something that is literally impossible to come by as a human on this earth. I do know that When things are in our paths for whatever reason, when things are part of our journey, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to explore those things. We have an opportunity to learn and to grow. It's 
going to be uncomfortable. That's how it is. It's not going to feel fun. Those feelings are going to feel hard, but we have a chance to explore those, to learn from those, to grow through those, to feel through things. It's not always, what does God want me to learn? Or what is the universe trying to tell me? Sometimes, more often I'd argue, it's, okay, this happened or this is happening. What can I learn from this experience? How can I grow? Where can I use this information? What knowledge can I obtain through this? So let's make a commitment to each other. This week, let's commit to start looking at the pictures that we've painted and let's compare them to the pictures that we're in. Now, some may look very similar. They won't look exactly the same, but they might look similar because that's how setting and achieving goals goes. You say, okay, I want to achieve this. So this is the goal I'm striving for. We strive for it. We obtain it. Again, it's not going to look exactly the same, but it might look very similar. My guess is that if we accept this challenge to look at the pictures that we've painted and the pictures that we've got, there will be more opportunities to find answers in what you've already been given. If you feel like you have been asking over and over and over and over and over the same question or for the same peace or for the same relief, or you've been asking over and over and over and you feel like there are absolutely no answers in sight, look again. Really look. Now, I learned to not be a betting woman after a bet that I made about 14 years ago that we'll talk about in another podcast. (laughs) But I would be willing to put money on the fact that in some of the instances where you feel like you're not getting any of those answers, you're not getting any direction. In some of those instances, if you really look, you will notice that you are already in the lights, that you really do have the answer, that it just doesn't look the way that you painted it. Again, this is going to create discomfort. That's what it does. There is pain in the plan. It is inevitable. There is also growth and adjusting and sanctification and experience. And there is joy. If you need to go back and you need to paint a completely different picture, start. If you need to have gratitude in the one that has been painted for you, start. If you need to get out of the master's way while he paints a picture for you far more beautiful than one you could ever paint for yourself, get out of his way. I guess we're kind of all artists in the sense of all these pictures that we're painting. Thank you. Really, thank you for giving me a few minutes. Again, go to brickstherapy.com and subscribe to the newsletter. You won't regret it. Enjoy this week's Imperfect Journey.